This is a 48 Minutes Emergency Podcast. <coughs> Alright, so we've talked a lot about how this Raptors championship this weekend has not been recognized, like, at all. ESPN's not talking about it. It was 15th on the Yahoo charts of, like, attention. And, and news. It was, it, was, it was the 15th news story. And number five was Clay Thompson's injury. Well, hate to break it to the Raptors because they definitely deserve that NBA championship, but now it's probably going to be even lower because Anthony Davis is officially going to be traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Officially going to be. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's a done well, deal. The contracts haven't been, the paperwork hasn't paperwork been processed. Hasn't been, but yeah, but it, it's happened. The Lakers it's, still it, technically have to make the pick, but. They still have to make the pick. So, so let's, let's go over, you know, and see, you know, what, what they got. So yes. Pelicans made off like bandits. They did, but and you have to in a situation like this. You do have to make off like bandits. Now, do you think the original deal, <laughs> do you think on the original deal that they offered last year, or this last part of the season, do you believe that was probably a better deal? Yeah, that deal like Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. And the whole Lakers roster. Yeah, so, mysteriously, Kyle Kuzma... Stays. Stays. So, how much influence do you think that LeBron had in keeping Kyle Kuzma? Because they've they always kind of seemed a little tighter than some of the other players. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been... I mean, LeBron really tried to develop a relationship with Lonzo, but... You know, Lon- he had Lonzo on his HBO show. He had Lonzo on his HBO show. Um, they seemed like they were pretty tight. But do you think that LeBron cares that Lonzo's leaving? I'm sure he didn't want it to be the case, but I think he knew. So this brings me back to in Return of the King and the book that Brian Windhorst and Dave McMenamin wrote together. Um, when they go through the Kevin Love trade, LeBron basically told David Griffin, is there a way that we can do this trade and keep Andrew Wiggins. Yes. And he wanted to keep Andrew Wiggins. And they were like, no, it's him or Kevin Love. you got to make the choice. He's like, who do you who do you really want? And he's like, okay, if he's got to do it that way, we got to do it that way. Yeah. So I'm sure here, you know, when he was ta- he was probably talking to Rob. And we're saying this because LeBron has a lot of power. We're not saying this him as like being a shitty person. Yeah. I'm sure there was definitely part of him that was like, well, is Lonzo a possibility to stay? And they probably said no. And he's probably like, okay, can we keep any of those young guys? And that's probably where Kuz got to stay. Well, and, and I would have to think that Kuz's contract, uh, probably his contract next year is probably another another big reason. Mm-hmm. He is a cheap player. Now I know we kind of we kind of got into a spirited discussion over texts regarding Kyle Kuzma. Is he a good player? We don't we don't really know. We don't really know if he's a you know, an upcoming star or what. I mean, he had some great games last year. Mm-hmm. He's not a great playmaker. He's not a great defender. He's not great from behind the three-point line. However, he puts up... He's he's making a, he's, he's putting up a lot of production for the Lakers. So, yes. So, I mean, like, I think he averaged, what was it, 18-5 and five this season? Yeah, Something he shot like horribly. That. He, you know. Yeah. But, yes, he was... He was giving him production, though, for what... I think he was making two... Two point seven million or something this year. You know year. what I also think maybe played a little part in it that's not really talked about. Yeah, he was the healthy one. He was the healthy one. That was another thing. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, he was. He even played in those garbage games at the end of the season until I think the last four games. I think they pulled him out of those. But uh, you know, he's he's coming on a deal where he's making you know a little bit over uh, three point five maybe. Yeah, let me pull up the spot track real quick. So. What the trade is, is basically Anthony Davis to the Lakers. In return, 
They are getting Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, the two number two overall picks a couple years before, and Josh Hart, who a lot of people considered to be kind of one of like the late first round sales, was the last pick in the first round in his rookie season, which was the same year as Lonzo. Yeah. Um, so the Pelicans will have two years of control on them. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is actually at one point nine million next year. He's at one point nine. Yeah. So they're, oh. the Lakers are going to have about thirty two. I don't know where I read available. That. So the only dead money they have next year is Lou Aldang's five mil. Okay. So, but Contavious Caldwell Pope's not, they're not going to sign him back for 15.6. No. Rondo's not signing back for 10.8. Rondo p- could possibly come back. We'll he get could. into that. He but, could. yeah, like the Muscalas, the Lance Stevensons, those guys. I'm sure some of those guys will be back just to fill the bench. But, I mean, do you think, and, and, you know, we obviously have had a lot of conversation about this before we went on here to record. So, we, we probably a lot of the discussion we had earlier, probably yeah. we're going to forget. But, but one of the things that I was thinking, you know, I mean, now you got Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. you got LeBron James. They are 100% in win now mode. Uh, their title odds went up dramatically after this trade. They have 32 million on the books that they can use. 32 million, and as of right now, it sounds like the number one free agent target is going to be Charlotte Hornets point guard Kimball Walker. Mm-hmm. Now Kimball Walker is eligible for a supermax this year, which would absolutely decimate. The Charlotte Hornets. Yes, they they could sign. I read some places. They're in a bad situation, yeah, but I, this would just. Yeah, I, I read they could sign Kemba Walker for vet minimum, and they would still be in really bad shape this year. Yeah, so they still wouldn't have any money to really sign anybody. So, do you think? I mean, I mean, we're looking at a Charlotte team that didn't make the playoffs. You know, I know we kind of talked about this a little bit last pod we had, but they didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, they're pretty much stuck with some really, really crappy contracts. Hi, Nicholas Batum. Hello, Nicholas Batum, you know, and Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. I mean, it's just bad. And then Frank Kaminsky. I mean, these are some trash contracts. Yes. So, with that being said, is it in Charlotte's best interest to not sign Kimba Walker? I mean, you got to think about this. There's there's no way they're probably going to make the playoffs next year with this team. Unless they make some trades. But who wants these players? Yeah, like, I don't think anyone's going to be jumping at that Bismack Biombo $17 million next you year. You are going to have to attach draft picks to get rid of those contracts, which they don't want to do because they've played crappy. Next, like, honestly, I'm looking at the Hornets roster right now. Their best value salary might be Malik Monk's $4 million, and he has not been very good yet. No. So like, he's basically been, like, a bad J.R. Smith. No, and we, and we, and we wanted him on Chicago. Yeah, we, we did. It. We were, we were wrong. We were mad, and we were we were wrong. It's worked out really well for us. Yes. Actually, not that much, but a little bit better than we thought. We got a lot better of a player. But yes, I think for Charlotte, it is, do you care about having the superstar? Sure. Um, and obviously, he's been there since the Bobcats. Yes. So that part, Poor I'm guy. sure, would hurt. Yeah. But I think at the same point... Well, you got to think Kimba's in the point in his career that he probably wants to win someplace. And... Why not want to win with the best player in the world, second best player ever uh, in Los Angeles? Yeah, that, and then if the Hornets do let him walk, if they do say, if the Lakers are going to go after him, the Lakers do make a deal. Because Kemba at this point, it's going to be, do I want money, do I want championships? Either way, you can't blame him. Either way, you can't blame him. And, so, and he could be, you know, there was one guy that I can always think about who was, who was and he chose the money over the championships recently, would be Al Jefferson. Hell yeah. A guy a guy who was just like, no, nah, I, I want to get paid. So, yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. Cool. You're not going to win championships, but you got paid. You know, you're set. So that's cool. Take care of your family so, forever. Going back to the Lakers. So, you know, 
they're going after after Kimball Walker. However, there's over the last couple of weeks, especially with Jimmy Butler doing that tweet where he had the Nikes on with the Lakers color scheme, you know, kind of hinting a little bit. And then today he told me that he liked a picture with Anthony Davis and LeBron James together, I think, in Lakers gear. Mm-hmm. So what's up with that? Um, I think basically right now we're at the point where it's either Butler or Kemba. It's one of the two. Yeah, I think that's really how this is going to play out. So, Butler has basically said that he's very open to the Lakers. He said he'll listen to the Heat, but the Heat don't have the money. He, and that's that's funny to me. Yeah, because you know, so. you remember he was like very anti the Heat for a long time. He was, he was. Um, but you know, my, the Miami scene down there, hanging out. Uh, oh, dude, you South can't Beach. ever be upset with anyone for going you to Miami. You can't, you can't. Just ever like be. we talked about our last time. We yeah, did a show you can't. Together. You get traded to Miami, even if it's a it's a bad situation in terms of a team. Uh, you know, it's it's still not that bad. Yeah. So, looking at that, who do you think is a better fit here in terms of of um, you know, being able to play uh, with a superstar like LeBron. And there's only – there's some players that haven't played well with LeBron over the years. There's some that have, and there has, there's been some that haven't. And do you think that, that Jimmy Butler is a better fit with that team and them going after possibly, you know, a, a veteran point guard who can just facilitate to those three guys? Like keeping Rajon Rondo? Like keeping Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo small. and Jimmy Butler together, that's never been bad. That's never been bad. Yeah, those are two players. Now, now you put Jimmy Butler on the on the court. That's the other thing we got to talk about. we got another ball handler, mm-hmm. and LeBron's a ball handler. But I don't know, does LeBron want to handle the ball that much at this point? Yeah, that's a good question because if you get Kemba Walker to play with LeBron James, you're almost having him play the Kyrie Irving role. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're going to play off the ball a little more. You're going to play off screens. Uh, but you're going to get a lot of open shots because he is the best driving dish player in the world. Yes. And Frank Vogel has very much been honest about since he took the job. He's like, we have LeBron James. LeBron James is at his best when he has shooters to get the ball to. We're going to get him shooters. Yes. So, Jimmy, you know, shot okay in Minnesota and sure. in Philly. But, like, he wasn't the 40% or that he was in Chicago. Kimba, though. Right. Kemba can shoot. Kemba is known as Cardiac Kemba for a reason. Yes. So, it's a bit, do you value having a two-way defensive player in that situation, or do you value having a pure scoring guard that you can put with those two guys? It's a tough one. Because at that point, the guard's got to be the sacrifice, right? Because yeah. Anthony Davis can't be the guy to sacrifice. He is, you know, you have two of the five best players in the world at that point. Yeah. So, I, I imagine Kemba would be the one that would probably take the back seat, which is probably still about 19 and 5. But it's worth it to win a title. Oh, yeah. Any, anything is worth anything to win a title, even if it's just one. Um, so, who are the Lakers keeping this season? Is there anybody on the team besides Kyle Kuzma who is, <laughs> is coming back? Because, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, Tim. I haven't really checked. Yeah, so I'm looking at it right now. So we are looking... Is Mike Muscala still on the team? Or He'll was, be a free agent. He'll be a free agent. Complete... Unrestricted free agents. Yes. Let me okay. Pull them up. So here's the guys that are clearly being paid money by the Lakers that aren't like a, ha- a cap hold: LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Mort Mo Wagner at okay. two million. Okay. Kyle Kuzma at one point nine million. Okay. Isaac Bonga at one point four million, and Jamario Jones at one point four million, who's a two way player. Your dead cap is Luol Deng's five mil, but you know there's. 
KCP, there's Rondo, Muscala, Stevenson, Bullock, Tyson Chandler, JaVale McGee, Alex Caruso, and Jonathan Williams, who are on the roster last year who are going to be free agents. So you're probably to have just be able to actually play games. It's not exactly about having depth. It's more or less like having enough guys to actually play a lineup. Yeah. You're probably going to need to sign a two, one or two of those guys back. Yes. So I assume Rondo is probably going to come back. We can assume right now. If we don't get – now, even if they get Kemba, you think he still comes back? Uh, a backup? Probably. Okay. You know, like, they're going to need, like – or I they feel, could, I feel like Rondo would want to be on, a like, a decent caliber team at this point in his career. Yeah. You know? And, like, he, like he said, like, he's he wants to coach. Like, this is a situation where he can kind of coach Kemba because he's been around the Lakers for, another, for a year now. Yeah. And he can, you know – he was talking about in that Bleach Report article that came out a couple weeks ago that he was already putting plans together on how to beat the Warriors. Like, he was putting a coaching staff, coaching game plan together himself. Yeah. Like, so that's where he's at. He is one of the most intelligent basketball players ever. Um, I don't know if Lance is going to come back. They might let Lance walk. I'd assume they let Lance walk. I would. <laughs> yeah. I'd go ahead and let him, let him walk. That was one of the most, like, just bizarro group of... of people you could have established on one team yeah so um you know that's that's a big thing so um looking at let's see here looking at who is available i mean they're gonna have to fill out their bench yes so do you think that there might be a chance trevor ariza comes back to la yes you think there there's a pretty i think the lakers chance. will value him okay because they want guys that can shoot okay i don't know what his shooting numbers were in washington last year but you know like that's a guy that the Lakers still hold in high value. Kobe Bryant basically told Ron Artest, like, you're coming here to replace one of my best friends. You better fucking work. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, the Lakers still care about Trevor Reza. Yeah. Rob Polinka obviously knows what Trevor Reza means to the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, he had that. I mean, he was amazing that year that they won the title. I mean, mm-hmm. he was incredible with them. He was one of the main reasons they won. So, um, you know, kind of looking looking here at the uh, point guard is very bare list. in this free agency because um i don't think they're lebron's gonna be down to bring isaiah thomas back no no I, I don't think so i think that ship has sailed yeah so uh let's see here just looking at it's uh point guards that are available obviously uh we're under the assumption that Kyrie irving um is not coming to la yeah um and that he is all but pretty much committed to brooklyn um, Though I would to not a point be shocked. To, to, I, mean, I mean, you never know. You yeah. never know. At this know. point now, with the deal being done? Yeah. You, you never know. You never know. I mean, you got to look at you gotta look at Kyrie Irving. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, what situation am I going to be? But it's like, am I going to be third banana? Man, how awesome would that be if he left the Celtics against the Lakers? That would be, that'd be dirty. That'd be, be awesome. so dirty. But, I mean, we were, me, me and Tim were at Foot Locker today, and I, I noticed that Kyrie Irving's Celtics jerseys were actually on the sale rack. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even, he hasn't even left yet. I mean, he did he decline his option. option. He did yeah. decline his option. But, I mean, Foot Locker is so set that he's going to leave the Celtics that, I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but it's it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's basically a done deal that he's gone. It's basically a done deal. So, looking at some of these lesser point guards that will be available via free agency, the Lakers don't have too much to trade. I'm willing to bet they're not going to trade Kyle Kuzma for a point guard. Like, I don't, right. see, I don't see them moving him from... Kuzma's Malcolm. here. Like, Kuzma's there. Like, it will take, it'll probably take, like, a bigger opportunity to get Kuzma and we're looking, out of there. And, and we're thinking probably Anthony Davis is going to play the five at this on this team. Yes, unless they maybe get, like, a DeMarcus Cousins. And they get it to Cousins. That's another person we want to... What we'll, if they we'll bring come back to them. 
I know he's a goofball. What if they bring JaVale McGee back? How long will that team be? Well, I mean, JaVale McGee could come off the bench. Yeah. I mean, in, I mean, in any situation. And he's offered solid production over the last couple of seasons for some teams. So. And the thing is that people got to remember, man, is like, if they do go and get this third guy, like, there's going to be some point, somewhere a little bit of a weakness in the starting spot. Let's look at all these dominant lineups that we've seen in these past few years, man. Like, the Heat, their weakness was point guard. You know what I mean? Like Always, yeah. You know, and, like, for the Warriors, their weakness was center. Like, not the JaVale McGee and DeMarcus Cousins. You got, you got to make some sort of Right, there's got to be some sacrifice in your starting yeah. five. Like, Yeah. So, looking at, at the, the point guards that are available, um, Gordon Drogic has a player option for $17 million. I think he said he's going to exercise that. He is going to exercise it. I don't think he's going to get paid that probably anywhere else right now. Do you? Nope. No. Uh, Ricky Rubio, we've went kind of back and forth with this, but we are we under the assumption that Ricky Rubio, Rubio is completely washed and would be yes. a bad fit with this team? Okay. Yes. Um, Kim Walker, we already spoke about him. Darren Collison. So this is kind of a worst-case scenario, right? Um, Darren Collison, I've said, lost the, like, wanted to see the Celtics go down, I mean, the Pacers go down 3-0 to the Celtics, yeah. and did whatever he could to make that happen while he was a Pacer. Yes. So, yes. The only thing that, you know, they might do there is he's from UCLA, that's his area, but, like, the Lakers don't think like the Bulls. No. no. Hopefully not. No. Hopefully Ho- not. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. So... Another another player, obviously Rajon Rondo. We think he might be a solid option. Again I would for think them. that they will value having him back. Yeah, um, and it sounds like he's a pretty good teammate for the most yeah, part. Yeah, they like him. Young younger players. Kind All of the young guys to, liked him. But you know, I don't know how many young players are going to be on this team next year. <laughs> so except for Kuz, and you know, he's kind of in Wagner. Yeah, in Wagner, they're kind of rolling on their own. Um, Jared Bayless. Ugh. <laughs> you know, Corey Joseph, you know. He's not a, bad. He's not bad. Had a good. He's year. not a starting point. Had guard, some but. good years with Toronto and went to Indiana. Played okay last year. Uh, Ish Smith. So we got that Patrick Beverly, who, you know, is coming off of a semi-recent ACL surgery, I believe. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's probably going to go to the Pacers or possibly Utah or something. I would um, hate if he went to Utah. You would hate I think he if, would hate if he went to Utah. He would hate it if he went to Utah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is probably going to be out of the league. <laughs> or the Celtics. Um, or the Celtics. I'm sticking by that until Tyus, it, until Tyus it doesn't Jones. happen. Now, Malcolm Brogdon is an interesting name. Yes, it is. And we, we this is a guy who played his ass off this last season and was a huge, huge piece of the Milwaukee Bucks' success. Now, they're coming up on Chris Middleton's... Um, Free agency season. Correct. And he's going to cost some cash this year. Yeah. He's going to cost some cash because he, he had a damn good year last year. Wasn't particularly great in the playoffs. No, but he's like Giannis's best friend on the team, so you got to keep Giannis's him. But he's Giannis's best friend on the team, so you think you got to keep him. So, But Malcolm Brogdon, he's going to be restricted. He's a restricted free agent, so mm-hmm. anyone can offer him a, a uh, you know, an offer. They can put him on an offer sheet. So, Which I hope the Bulls do. Oh yeah, he's. I mean, this this guy. He's. Un, I almost feel like he's undervalued. Yes. Like he's a guy who could, you know, and he did start at points during the season, but we also had Eric Bledsoe as well. So, um, you know, looking at that, do you think they're going to do? Where where? What do you think would be a a number that they would not match? The Bucks. Yeah, in terms of Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, Brogdon's probably really like we. Kyle and I talked about this before we previewed the finals. Yeah, 
I think we we said he's probably gonna get about between nineteen to twenty two million. Like nineteen to twenty two. Well, then this is the wrong place for him. We can't put him on the Lakers then. Right. There's so, no like getting so. Malcolm Brogdon cheap. It's not gonna happen. Like Malcolm Brogdon's a fifty forty ninety guy. Yeah. He is a like you said. He will play with everything he's got. Yeah. He's a young point guard. That good re- shooter too. Yes. Very he's good. He's a good shooter. passer. Good passer. Good like, size. Yeah. Good size. Rookie of the year. Should a be. Years ago. This is why I think the Bulls should really do if they, what they can to get him. If they cannot get one of these point guards, we expect them to have a shot in this draft. Then they should need to try to get Malcolm Brogdon. I feel like I feel like he's going to end up on the Knicks. <laughs> I just feel like it's going to happen. It's just a hunch. I don't know. So we're looking at that. We got T.J. McConnell. Uh, might be a name that might you know that might be a typical backup point guard for them, someone of that nature. In that uh, case, why don't you just keep out NBA ch- NBA champion Jeremy Lin is available. <laughs> Uh, Jimmer Fredette. Send Jeremy Lin back he to decides, LA. He doesn't go back to China. Michael Carter-Williams is absolute. Wait, I thought Jimmer signed a two-year deal with Phoenix. He has a, let's see Does here. Does he have an option? They have a club option, and his option to be picked up is 198000 for next season. So. I think they'll pick that up. Okay, well, I hope so, because I love Jimmer. Me too. He's a, At least he's going to sell some tickets. Chicago Bull great Jimmer Fredette. Chicago Bull great, according to NBA 2K19. Yes. So, uh, Alfred Payton, that's another uh, interesting name that's coming off that. Um, he was making $3 million last season. This is a guy I've had on my fantasy team for several years just because he's he's an automatic double-double guy. Not a great player, you know. I don't a, hate him on the Lakers. I, I don't think he's a bad I – don't, I don't want him starting on the Lakers. No. But maybe as a backup point guard, I mean, he has added a, a little bit of a three-point shot mm-hmm. uh, from time to time. So, he's made some shoot, – he's shooting a three a little bit more – which I really like, um, but yeah, I mean these are these are guys that you know, uh, uh, you know that they could back them, you know, back up their their main point guard. But we were if you're a betting man today, it if if you were just gonna bet on who was gonna be the Lakers' next point guard, who would you say right now? Ooh, Kemba Walker. You're going to go with Kemba. Okay. Yeah, because here's what we know. I think Kyrie Irving is definitely going – that's going to pique his interest. Um, but I think there's a part of him that's going to be like, look, I want to go to Brooklyn. Yeah, it seems like he has business – Yeah. future business, uh, you know, I will say there. this, because the reports are that they're unlikely to sign, sign back D'Angelo Russell if they get Kyrie Irving. Yeah, which is sad. I think the Lakers will try to bring to do something to bring him back. Magic's gone. Nick Young's gone. All the drama's gone. You think D'Angelo has a chance to go back? I think, no. I don't know if he will, but he does love LeBron. Does he? Yeah. Okay. Like, so, ever since he was at Ohio State, LeBron and him have been tight. Okay. And I think, too, <clears throat> this is a new regime. You know, like, Magic knows he fucked up when he traded him. Yeah, he traded the wrong guy in that drama. Yeah, that was it. Was it was really stupid? The whole thing was stupid. Yes, it was a young kid that did a dumb thing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, what what does it even matter? Yeah, wasn't team related. When people are like, "I don't want him in my locker," I'm like, "He's 19. Like, leave him alone." I think if I was LA, and I'm not, I would like to see D'Angelo Russell there more than any of those free agents. Is that weird? I think he would be spectacular with LeBron and AD. Guy's got such great size, and he's got a chip on his shoulder now. Yep. And to come back to LA, he I mean, showed. It's crazy that we're talking about this. It's not going to happen, but he showed he can be a superstar. He showed he could be a superstar. I mean, like he was on the cover of Slam this year. He was. He was. But I mean, you got to think though. This has got. This is going to be like a third. 
he's going to be a third option for LA. So I don't think he wants to be their their sloppy seconds and thirds. So I truly don't think he cares. You don't think he cares? Okay, cool. So you know we think Kemba, but do we both agree that D'Angelo would be the best fit? Um, yeah, because like all those guys we just named, Kyrie, Kemba, and D'Angelo, none of them are solid defenders by any means. They're all negative defenders. But, I mean, D'Angelo Russell's the one that you can build the most with. Sure. So he's the guy, like, he's the youngest. You know, he can play off the ball. He can play ISO. He could also play the Kyrie Irving role for for LeBron. He could. Like, he could. He could. The only other person that could play the Kyrie Irving role is Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? Like, besides Kemba and Russell, so. So. I don't think, though, like, people seem to think if it's not one of those three this offseason, this is, like, not a good for them. And I don't think that's the case. Because, like, really, you got to think about the West next year. And we'll get to New Orleans, obviously, next. Talk about the after effects for them. But Golden State's really going to struggle, with, no matter if KD and Clay come back, because they're not going to. They're probably not going to play next year. Yeah. There's a good chance, like. KD and Clay are not going to play. Yeah, like. Yeah. ACL injuries in basketball. Yeah. We live through this. We know what this is like for our team to go through this. Yeah. And you, and you want Clay Thompson to come back in tip top shape. Houston. Yeah. Those two are going to split up. It seems like that's what it's kind of looking for. Because apparently Maury just wants to build around James Harden, which I would too. Sure. Also, probably a possibility we didn't talk about, could Chris Paul be traded to the Lakers? I don't want that. It's possible. I mean, I, I what are you going to trade? Coos? Actually, no. He might be over the money to do it now. He's going to make like 37 next year? I wouldn't I wouldn't make that trade. That's... that's you've, no. You've heard. So, the Lakers in trading for, for this, they've given up four... Draft picks. Yes, but... And, but, here's the good one. So they're going to get this year's fourth pick. Uh-huh. Um, they didn't want next year's. They didn't want next year's, which was the interesting thing. They yeah, did not want Shelbourne next year's. Tweeted. So they didn't want next year's. So we're assuming the next three. And doesn't are they protected? We don't really know yet. They haven't said, but they said it's basically all pick swaps. It's all pick so, swaps. So like, New Orleans can basically be like, okay, we'll take that one. We'll take that one. Exactly. We'll take that one. And that's for the next like seven years they could do that from what Ramona Shelbourne tweeted. Yeah. So it's... So that's that's a little bit concerning. That's that's a uh, that's a deal only the only the Brooklyn Nets would make. <laughs> so, but you got the best player in the world. Yeah, except for they're trading his, for someone in their prime. In his in his twilight years. So, and you're trading. Yeah, you're trading for somebody in his prime too. So, um, I want to go back to shooting guards real quick. So we talked about Jimmy Butler a little bit. If they don't get if they don't get if they they choose to to sign Kimba over Jimmy. That is going to leave since they have they've gotten rid of both Lonzo and Josh Hart, um, and Kata- we can we can assume Catavius Caldwell Pope probably not going to come back next year. Um, who do you go for to, to fill that void? In the shooting guard situation, yeah, we looking at JJ Redick. That would be awesome. Are we looking at JJ. Yeah, if you get well, if you get a superstar point guard, if you don't get a superstar point guard, it's Jimmy Butler. I mean, JJ's making twelve million this season, so he's not going to make. He's that not going. He's not going to make this. He made twenty million the year before on a one year deal, and then came back for twelve this year. So we assume that's probably going to get cut in half. So, but we're also talking. You know, I think Demarcus Cousins is going to get an offer from the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I think he is because he's maintained a very tight relationship with Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. They got the Kentucky connection, even though they never played together. And they played one season, and it, and they they actually kind of made it work. So until he got hurt, so um, Demarcus Cousins uh, is not the same player no. that he was before. He was a top two, top three center 
Um, possibly at one point the best center in basketball for a little while. He definitely was the best center okay. in basketball okay. for a little well, while. We'll go ahead and say it. He was the best. <clears throat> it was like so, right when Dwight dropped, he thrived. Right when dropped, yes. So, um, and right now it's probably Nikola Jokic. So, so now it's it's 100% Nikola Jokic. 100%. We need to just stop beating around the bush about it. He's the best. So, Towns. <clears throat> um, Towns, Towns. Towns will be best this year. Towns is going to have a great season. He's been great. So, um, with Jimmy off the team and everything. So, um, they could go after J.J. Redick, obviously. They could go after Demarcus Cousins to do that. To um, but they're not going to have that much money to work with. You know who the Lakers really valued last year? They tried to get in a buyout. Who? Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. That's a fun name for them. I Super just, athletic. I could see him dunker. wearing a headband on a championship team. Yeah, be Jason Terry. Maybe Jason Terry. Yeah, I just I feel like I feel like that's a good thing. We got some other players that they could look at. Mario Hazania. No. Um, they could go after him. They could go after. Seth Curry. I'm sure Kyle would very much appreciate if the Lakers got Glenn Robinson the third off their team. Yes, yes. <laughs> great 2K player, though. Yes. Fantastic yes. 2K player. Not super fast, but great 2K player. Vince Carter's a possibility. Vince Carter. Slash, he said he's going to play one more he's year. He's going to play one more season. He should, send, he should sign with Toronto. He should sign, he with, should sign with Toronto. He should sign with Toronto and Take it all back. Take it all How back. How dope would that be? It would be dope. It would have been dope if he did it this year. I know. It would have been so awesome. Oh, my God. They with him on the team. He's played in three decades. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So, so, so the secondary, the second shooting guard market after Jimmy Clay is kind of woof. Tyler Johnson, he's got a player option this year. Tyreek Evans is banned from basketball. Tyreek, yeah, totally forgot about that. He's, he can't play for two seasons, so bye bye. Tavius Conwell Pope not gonna make twelve million. That was definitely a nudge, nudge, wink, wink from his. Uh, I wonder son. Alec Burks is gonna be out there. I wonder if the Kings will try to keep him. Alec Burks, yeah, he's making ten this year, and they have his bird rights. Well, it's like two. It's shoot at small forwards that could potentially just be a combo there. Yeah. So Amon Shumpert, Danny Green. We can assume he's probably going to go wherever Kawhi goes. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. Another fun. Another fun thing. But I think Tobias Harris will definitely get a lot of interest from Brooklyn. Yeah. Especially if they get Kyrie. I. I. And I think that would be a great fit for him. Actually, it'd be a fantastic too. fit. So. Um, so let's look at the Pelicans. The Pelicans made out like bandits. We have, we were, we're, we're giving way too much credit to the Lakers here. They got mm-hmm. one guy. So the Pelicans just set up probably their next four years yeah. of basketball. Um, I mean, it is 100% guaranteed that they are going to pick Zion Williamson with the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. Now they have the fourth pick. And now they have the fourth pick, which um, apparently... Now we don't know if they're going to actually keep that. It sounds like it's garnering a lot of interest. They may want to trade that for a vet. Um, they've got Julius Randle coming back next year. I'm going to tell you a crazy-ass stat. Come and go, go ahead. Throw it on me. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. The 16th of June. Okay. Is the 44th anniversary of when the Lakers traded for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They got it really close. Yes. Was... And the Lakers, got, the Lakers gave up one guy who was an all-star in that trade, and they gave up four players. So they gave up Junior Bridgman, Dave Myers, Elmore Smith, and Brian Winters. Brian Winters is a two-time All-Star. Okay. So like that's this is the closest comparison we have in a trade. Okay. I mean, Kareem is the best center ever, debatably. Uh, no, it's not even debatable. He's the best center ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like my favorite, one of my favorite historic players. That's not like in my era. Yeah, it's not my not my like didn't get, didn't get to experience Kareem. Not my at Michael all. Jordan, Penny Hardaway era, but yeah, like I mean, yeah. I mean. Uh, all-time greatest scorer, you know, I mean, just team player, won titles on different teams, <clears throat> um, one of a kind. 
So, yeah, like you said, the Pelicans definitely made out like bandits, so they're going to have the first pick, which is going to be Zion Williamson. Um, you have Drew Holiday still there, who could be your team leader, who can teach these young guys how to play NBA basketball, basically, and get this together. You're going to have Brandon Ingram as your three, which I know people are really up and down on Ingram. I still think he has good upside. I still think he has a great ability to score. Yeah. When those games when LeBron got hurt, and, like, Alonzo was hurt, it was him and Kuzma. Yeah. They he were the ones putting up the, the he numbers. He did really well. Yeah, he did. And he's, and he's definitely a good secondary ball, uh, oh, ball handler. Without a doubt. Period. So, and he's tall. He's got good length. Um, maturity. Yeah. Don't know where that is right now. The fight last year was pretty ugly. Um, How funny is he? He's going to Chris Paul's little franchise after the fight. He is. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is this is kind of funny. So then uh, you have Zion's going to be the four. Zion's going to be the four. Now, and then Julius, Julius Randle, we're thinking, is going to be a stretch five, possibly. So, yeah. Who's a good player. Which means Zion will probably do the jump. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. So, so uh, Julius Randle, good player. Like him. Rue Holiday's coming back. Alfred Payton, we don't know if he's going to come back. Um, looking at the rest of they got Solomon Hill on their team. Uh, Bulls each, legend Etwan Moore. Bulls legend Etwan Moore. Darius Miller. Christian Wood. Um, <clears throat> Ian Clark. So Trayvon Blewett. And Trayvon Blewett. And then, of course, I guess they signed Jaleel Okafor at the end of last season. I'm not sure if he's It was like the, the middle team. of the year, yeah. Middle of the year. Not sure if he's coming back. It actually wasn't too so. bad for them. It wasn't, wasn't terrible. You played a lot of garbage minutes. So um, they've got Josh Hart now, who can mm-hmm. play the two. Uh, I'm assuming he'll start. No. You don't think so? No. Who do you think will start? At the two? At the two. Drew Holiday? I think Drew. Well, I know, but I'm also thinking about Lonzo Ball. Like, I know. He's going to be. I think he's going to be. I think he's at least going to start here in New Orleans. Okay, so so we think he, we're under the impression because earlier in the year, Lavar was you know getting mouthy about him having to go to the Pelicans. He wanted, flat out said he wanted him to play in Phoenix. He wanted him to play in Phoenix. Sure, sure. Now he may go there, and it might be a really good fit for him. Might be a really good fit. Rue Holiday, he's going to play the two. Okay. Yeah, cool. he was, he's been super good for a couple years now. Super good for a couple Ever years. Ever since he came back to basketball, he has really played well. Yes, he has. Yes, he And has. it's been great to see with everything he went through. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. And then... Uh, they can try to bring in Justin as a backup. They could. Mm-hmm. They could. So, um, they're going to do very well for the next couple of years. It's in the Lakers' best interest to stay relevant for that time. However, you know, I feel like after these four seasons are over, you got three more with LeBron... This is probably going to be it in terms of his Lakers career. I don't see him signing another deal with the Lakers after this. Unless Bronny gets drafted to the Lakers. Unless Bronny gets drafted to the Lakers. And that's that's like a... And it, we, gotta, we also have to think that is Bronny going to be good enough to make it to the NBA? Oh, yes, he is. You think he is? Oh, yes, okay. he is. Okay, okay. There's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot of talk about that. He's you a... Know, if he's, if he's going to be as studly as everybody thinks he is, so... I will say, like, obviously it's hard to say, like, a 14-year-old kid. But when you watch him play, like... I've watched full games. I haven't just watched his, like, mixtapes on YouTube. I've watched, like, full, like, quarters and stuff like that were, like, shown on the internet. He's dunking now already, he's right? He's dunking. He's, he passes really well. It's amazing. He's, like, yeah, he, like, he plays all right man-to-man defense, obviously, but he's 14 years old. I don't expect him to be, like, sure. polished by sure, any means. But, sure. like, the little things you see right now are really impressive for a 14-year-old. Okay. Obviously, genetics plays part in that. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yes, sure. but back to your point, I agree. This is kind of the um, point we're at now with LeBron where, like, this might be his last contract. So you want to kind of put this all together. Um, I do think at this point, <clears throat> if you have Lonzo Ball, I don't think that the Pelicans are going to draft Darius Garland with that fourth pick. I do think that the pick that makes the most sense for them here is Jared Culver yes. from Texas Tech. 
Yeah. He's a combo guard. He's a two-way player. He has some work to do on his shooting, but he's not a ter- terrible shooter by any means. Um, you know, like other guys in the situation, because RJ, I do still believe RJ Barrett will be the third pick to the Knicks. I think that's just about don't, sad. Don't you think, though, that the, the Pelicans... If RJ Barrett dropped there... Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be nuts. Oh, that would be nuts. I agree. <laughs> like, but RJ and Zion together again. Yeah. Be, be with nuts. Brandon Ingram. And don't, like, don't think he's going. He wants to go to New York. New York wants him. So yeah, I, I, don't I think, think that's, I, that's, that's, that's I think, done. We'll tell you Monday in our mock draft episode. Tell you, tell you, okay. Well, that let me know. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Keep us all informed. You're on, the sh- you're on the episode. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm on the episode. So, um, basically... The Pelicans are going to be set, you know, for a while, like I said. But do you think there's any chance that they do end up trading the pick? Yes. I'm not going to guarantee it by any means, but I there mean, are I a just, lot of calls already for the fourth pick. I feel I feel like they might actually benefit having a vet on the team. Not oh, like yeah. a two-year person that's already, like, not Brandon Ingram or Lonzo Ball. Like, somebody who's actually been in the league for five-plus years, who's been playing... Brandon Ingram after this year is an RFA, too. Okay. Because okay. it's his rookie contract. Well, and we'll see how he performs um, after this year because we don't... Truthfully, man, like, the Pelicans are a little tied up on money after this trade still. I mean, they got about 25 to play with, but... Yeah. Drew Holiday's making 26. So they can still get a guy. But also, like, what is these, these rookie contracts, what are they going to look like with the first and fourth pick if they don't move that pick? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, a lot of te- apparently a lot of teams are already calling. Apparently there's a rumor that, like, David Griffin was, like, talking about the fourth pick with other teams. Yeah. Which is a very David Griffin move. He's very forward-thinking. Yeah. This point is literally forward-thinking. It's not an exaggeration. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like we talked about, a lot of people are talking about the possibility of Zach Levine. If the Bulls call you and say, you know, Zach Levine's better than the fourth pick in this draft. Yeah. Um, granted, that ties you up salary cap-wise. That's, like, it. Yeah. But, you know, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Um, I wouldn't guarantee it by any means, but, yeah, I think I think teams are going to come calling for that fourth pick. I think there's a lot of teams out there that really like that. those Darius Garlands and those Jared Culvers, um, you know, Kobe White, DeAndre Hunter, those are guys talked about in that, in that area as well. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a very strong possibility New Orleans moves that pick. Well, would the Lakers have to move that pick at that point? Because it's still technically the Lakers. Because the Lakers are technically making the pick. Yeah. Would they be like, hey, you're trading this pick to them? I don't know what the like technicality is on that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it can be done. I mean, yeah. No, yeah, that's been done before. So, But uh, it's going to be an interesting thing. I'm glad that, you know, I said this. We were, Tim and me were actually driving out to a mall so I could buy a hat. And I actually said to him, I said, if the if the Lakers want to trade for Anthony Davis, they need to do it by Sunday. And they have to do it so they can get some players in to work out. I was checking out in the store and you literally were like, It's done. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm like, it's done. It just happened and you're like, Oh my god. Yeah, I was like So we gotta get to a microphone ASAP. So we did. I mean we had to stop for a milkshake, but sure. we, we, we got here. So um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting week. This is going to be like one of the most fun weeks, probably in 48 minutes history. When you talk about one more team, this affects who? The Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics. Yeah, the five-year plan to get Anthony Davis. And I mean, they were talking about this five years ago, maybe to, four years ago, something like that. The plan that said, you know, like here's the thing, we talked about like we said this when we recorded together a couple days ago. 
if Jason Tatum gets traded in this deal, Danny Ainge fucked up. Yeah. And so the good news is for Boston fans, you still have Jason Tatum. They still do. They still do. And they're going to be in the point guard market for somebody. You know, we didn't talk about the Lakers really the possibility of trading for Mike Conley. Could be D'Angelo uh, Russell. Yeah, could be D'Angelo Russell. It could be – it's not going to be Kemba Walker. But, like, I really do believe the Celtics are potentially going to look at making a move to get Mike Conley. I think it makes a ton of sense. I yeah. think in this win now they – they can, they can probably take – they can probably trade some – some contracts to get him and absorb him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Al Horford, we talked about him. He might. We, we th- we're thinking he's going to resign with the Celtics. Right Opt now. out and resign, yeah. So, um, you know, it's uh, the Celtics have like twenty-seven picks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we just got a tweet. I just have to read it real quick. Lavar Ball on the the Lakers trading Lonzo. I guarantee it will be the worst move the Lakers ever did in their life. <laughs> Congratulations. And they will never win another championship. Is that what he said? Guarantee it is what he said. <laughs> Freezing cold takes. <laughs> Please go ahead and favorite this tweet. So if the Lakers do in fact win and we are sitting here in June of 2020 and the Lakers are having a parade in Inglewood, you can bring this back. Sure. So one of the things we talked about that makes this interesting too, Sean, in the car... Because we're basically just like listing all the thoughts we had in those twenty-minute drug heart rides. Yes. So we still expect that Kawhi Leonard's the team he's most favorite to go to is the Los Angeles Clippers. They still have money to get another guy to go with Kawhi Leonard. Sure. We really could see potentially. This is totally overshadowing. This is totally thinking ahead. A possibility that the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers could potentially be the Western Conference Finals. And the Staples Center could be the the entire. It'd be a gang war. It'd be a gang. Yeah. Like it'd be great. <laughs> how cool like i think for the play, for the players they would probably be like we don't have to leave for two weeks yeah we don't have to travel i mean that's it's amazing we it's, can stay it's, home such a great scenario for any team the know? only thing that would suck would be the people that are in charge of like what if it goes seven if you're the person in charge of the court like putting like moving the floors God, like, we gotta do this again <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. They got adequate time to do it. They'll have two days yeah. until after because technically it's a you know they're traveling <laughs> to the to the venue. So, um, but um, it's gonna be an interesting next week. Obviously, we got a lot of stuff planned, and and what all do we have planned, Tim? Alrighty, so Monday on YouTube.com/slash Forty Eight Minutes Network. I'm pretty sure that's it. Sure. Uh, we will have our our first stream of the week, our mock draft. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be drafting in teams. We're going to be going in through orders. Um, through the order, it's one, two, one, two, three, each one. So Sean and I will be representing the Memphis Grizzlies with, the, with our first pick at number two. So there will be 5, 8, 11, 14 down the road. We get the most lottery picks. Great. Um, I'm excited about this. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then we're going to have a lot of articles this week. So I've already written my second round steals article for, this, for Thursday. But Kyle Brandon on Tuesday is doing an article on – um, the guys, basically the effects of this lottery for the future of the NBA. Yeah, I'm super excited about. It. I'm still working on potentially having an article about Zion and what sneaker brand he should sign with. Yeah, spoiler, it's Nike. But <laughs> you mean the one that almost almost ruined his career and gave him a special shoe so it never happened again. <laughs> okay. So Wednesday, Donnie Menke, who's a contributor, uh, soon to be podcast host. We'll get into yes, that. We'll yes. tell you guys about that soon. Um, he's going to be, has an article up that he's already sent to me. It's already done about. The guys after the lottery in the first round, you can look forward to as potentially being guys that can be have good value here, like Bull Bull. And then Thursday, not only is my article coming about the second round, because I really do like the second round. There's a lot of depth. I truly think the second round is more interesting this year than the end of the first round. Wow. 
Yeah, it's pretty rough. Okay. There's a lot, but there's. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. And then, of course, uh, we are going to be doing a stream of a cool presentation on our YouTube channel for draft night. Um, first round, though, right? Yeah, just first just, round. Just the first round. We're not doing the second round. You'll have to read the article for that. Yes. Yes. So Alex uh, Derrickson, who used to work with us, now host of the PlayStation Forecast, will be uh, pr- producing this for us. Sure. It's a beautiful presentation. He's shown it to me. We're we, gonna have a ticker. We, we like. I'm very excited about this because like Alex has Alex busted his, his ass. He's busted his ass, and on top of that, uh, he's he's very excited to do this. He's been talking about doing this for two years. Mm-hmm. And he's finally going to get to do it, and we are so excited to bring like the the PlayStation forecast type production to our to our uh, our draft show because we had a very rough draft show a couple years yes. ago where by the end of it, Alex just took his shirt off. I think I gained three pounds that night. Yeah, so we ate a lot of pizza and stuff. So um, so we got a lot going on, and um, a lot of it's going to be on Forty Eight Minutes Network as well. So uh, that's going to be great. Um, we kind of we apologize. We haven't really. I don't know if you guys have been checking the site often. There was a couple couple week gap where there wasn't as much on the site as there typically is due to vacations. What, things. One of podcast list is a forty nine minutes network. Yes. It so, happens. So it was. It's been bad. So we want to definitely start getting more content on the website, uh, especially this week. You're going to see a lot of articles and and um, you know podcasts and everything so make sure to go to 48 minutesnetwork.com you know check out anything new that we have we're also like tim said we're going to have everything streaming on youtube which is going to be incredible so um and we'll definitely be tweeting that out um as well so it's going to be probably one of the most exciting weeks we've had uh in 48 minutes history and uh i'm looking forward to it i am too so that being said guys it's gonna be a crazy fun week and uh we already we just started just started off season's already here yeah All right, guys, have a good one.